Welcome to Mominous, the podcast that explores the creepy shit that kids say, because who's better to deal with the undead than our impressionable young children? <laughs> I know I had kids so that I would have Ghostbusters in my own home. Yeah, I mean, that, that's why everybody does it, right? 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 <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely not for the return on investment. <laughs> burn (laughs) i got got you suckers yeah eat that toddlers you cost money oh man okay so before we get into our kids scary stories which is soups appropriate because it's coming up on halloween 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 Halloween. (laughs) (laughs) um also side note i wouldn't be mad at a quick conversation about Halloween costumes, but not right now. No, we don't have time. the topic today is mom rage. Which is so much more than normal rage. And by the way, I just, I think we're limiting it a little bit because it should be parental okay, rage. Okay, that's a soups PC. I'm not, I'm not limiting it. I'm talking about... <laughs> I made you with my body, and now I feel rage within that cavern that used to hold mm. you. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm sure dads have dad rage, and parents, grandparents, every every pets. supportive person feels rage. I'm speaking from my personal experience, which is I made you, and now I feel this insane rage. <laughs> and it's not directed to my kid, actually, my rage. It's directed to the outside world. <laughs> See, mine's a mine's a good mix of both. I feel like you should go first. Okay. So Mom Rage. Mom Claire. Rage. Mom Rage. Mom Rage. So I've got two that I'm equally incensed Triggered. by. Triggered. Triggered by. I love that word. I love that word too, but it's also become like has another meaning. But now. not here. But not here. Right now, I'm not talking about it pisses me wood- off. I'm triggered by it. <laughs> That's what we're talking about right here in this little mushroom cloud <laughs> of rage. In this wood paneled <gasps> upstairs basement. No, I will always tell everybody where we are. <laughs> That's just good sense. Okay. A little background color for what Claire just fucking threw out there. We're currently recording in our first studio space, which is a 1970s Brady Bunch wood paneled entertainment room in my apartment i still agree with what i said the first episode that it looks like a 70s serial killer lair i yeah which is appropriate for what we're talking about (laughs) (laughs) terrifying shit i'm haunted by bad decor it's so bad it's really bad i mean wood paneling's just never good and this is blonde wood paneling so it's it's not even like kitschy and cool it's just like i couldn't afford the dark stuff (laughs) But anyway, yeah, we're in my serial killer lair recording things that are terrifying. So, Apropes. Totes Apropes, which, by the way, is another company that I'm going to start. And it's it's tote bags (laughs) with appropriate sayings on them. Like, what? I think it would be better if it was totes in Apropes. And it was just like the C word on a tote bag. Or like I always hate. And then somebody's like, "Why are you? Why are you? Why are you carrying that?" And I'll be like, "It's totes and apropes." It's. A t- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. God, I'm a genius. I mean, Reese Witherspoon 
despite her like successful movie career, basically has a whole business with her fashion line that is totes y'all. And it's a bag that says totes y'all. I mean, but mine's better. I know. Because it's got the C word on it. <laughs> totes <laughs> I said it. <laughs> oh my! Oh, Clutching my pearls, I'm heavens to Betsy. <laughs> okay, so the two things that equally incense me. Yes. The first is the "I'm busier than you" game. So you know when you when you're making plans with somebody and they're like, you know, you're like, oh, how about this day? And they're like, I can't. It's just crazy. It's just crazy busy. Like I can't. And they like oversay it and oversay it. This summer is just nuts. This fall is just bananas. This winter is just insane. And the worst part about it is that I kind of just assume that everybody is super busy. But it makes me think that the other person doesn't think that I'm busy. And I get like pulled into this. I get pulled into the game and I'm like, oh, I'm busy. <laughs> we have many activities. I mean, okay, yeah. So it's like the competitive trigger, which actually is a good lead into my mom rage, which is mom topping or parent topping. But specific today, it's this idea that like you need to put yourself out there as this insta mom who's having incredible meals that you made slash grew and then had a language lesson with your child <laughs> and then your child Mandarin is so sleep. important I mean it is and I'll give you an example right now of mom topping it is important and that's why I have James in Mandarin lessons and if you'd like you can have his workbooks because basically he doesn't need them anymore. He's pretty much worked through it. <laughs> and Harry's feeling like a little Mandarin plead. Yeah, I mean, if he wants to be or challenged. French, actually. Like, James is just so, I mean, he started just coloring and tearing the pages. He's so bored with these French immersion <laughs> books. That's absurd. But I'm, I'm still just. I'm a proponent, and I believe this deeply, that women should lift each other up. And you have to do it when you're parenting, too. And you have to make a mom feel like she's doing a good job. You sound like a meme. I am. It's not a bad thing. I am a meme. I'm a mom meme. I'm a mom meme. <laughs> you're a mom meme? I'm a mom meme. No, well, it's, it's not a bad thing to me. I believe that we need to lift each other up. And I think that we get into this comparison game. And then when it happens. You're right. But here's the thing. It actually doesn't trigger rage in me. It triggers this like mad hatter insanity that lives right below the surface of me mm -hmm. all the time. I can see it. Yeah. Bubbling. Right now as we're talking. And I don't ever, I don't ever feel like insecure. Like, oh yeah, I'm going to pretend like my son also speaks French and Japanese. I want to start making up crazy shit that sends you, comparator, into an absolute mental frenzy. And then I end up spending my time thinking of these insane things to make someone else feel insane. And then I get mad that I'm spending wait, my energy. Wait, wait, are you, are you, are you going to gaslight? Like, yeah. So you're just looking to gaslight people? Like, yeah. what do you mean your kid isn't a grand chess master? No, not even that. I'll, like, I'll go, like, 
stealthy so that it really seems like it's viable? Like Like a real thing? Like, and this is only in the wild. And if someone like on the playground tried to one up me with like their, you know, Japanese immersion books that I don't need anymore, blah, blah, blah. You're like sticking to that example. Yeah. I, I like it. I might be sticking to it because maybe somebody busted out of me at one point. <laughs> and so I'll pull out something crazy like, so do you ever find yourself worried about the fact that your kid's like reading your books and might be wanting to talk about topics that are too intense? Like, oh, I walked in on my son reading The Goldfinch the other day, which I was really enjoying, but now he wants to talk to me about death and where i'll go when i die and he's only three and i'm not ready to that's so have that brilliant. conversation you now, are an evil genius that's a fucked up thing to do on a playground but i would do it well it's fucked up to like to to do the parent tapping whatever you know however you said that like it's 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 just shitty to challenge another parent because you know like kids learn it different Kids learn at different um, speeds and wavelengths. and Yeah, that's all, like, sweet and well and good. And you're kind, and I love you. And my feeling is really, like, it's it's really just if you want to spend any of your energy <laughs> trying to make someone feel like they're not as good as you in any way, I deeply want to fuck with you. <laughs> I relate to that. Yeah. And only as a... With a with the hope that it will become such a tailspin that you'll just stop and relax and take a deep breath and enjoy your beautiful life. <laughs> I love you too. You're my you're like you're my new hero. I think you might be a supervillain. I think you might be like the Mominus supervillain. Yeah. Mominus is your name. Maybe that's what I should be for Halloween. <gasps> oh my god. Mominus. Mominous. Yeah. And you just walk around like doubting people and telling them how many, how much sugar, how many grams of sugar is in each yeah. piece of candy. Oh, is he going to eat this? Oh my goodness. Did you check the calorie count on that? <laughs> Yikes. That could, that could really stunt his, yeah. his tooth buds. Yeah. Well, my son's like chugging my latte and eating goldfish. Exactly. By the pound. Exactly. I, I, my I, favorite thing too. So Harry fell on the playground. Mm. And he bruised his tooth, and now it's, like, all, like, purpley grayish, which is gross. And we call it his zombie tooth. Zombie tooth. And my favorite thing to do now is to, like, lecture my friends on good uh, dental (laughs) 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 while he's, like, smiling with his gross little zombie tooth. And I'm like, Like, you know, it's really important that you floss every time you brush. They're like, nobody wants to say anything to me. They're like, they're like... (laughs) But the the, the, the doubt in their eyes is just there. Like, if you want to live your life like I live Mm -hmm. my life, as evidenced by Harry. If you want to have all of this, (laughs) you can. You just got to floss. Have you ever seen The Walking Dead? Have you ever seen Harry's Tooth? (laughs) Needless to say, where they got the inspiration. Oh, wait, wait, I wasn't done, though. Oh. How dare you. I'm sorry. The other thing that drives me bonkers, and this is my kid, too, is non-communication. So when somebody doesn't listen or somebody doesn't respond. Wait, is somebody a toddler? 
somebody could be any somebody. Oh, it could okay. be that person. Any human person. It could person. be a toddler. It could be like my old math teacher. Yeah. If somebody doesn't communicate when they're supposed to communicate, it drives me crazy. I'll be talking to Harry and he'll just straight fucking ignore me, which is a badass move. It is. And I truly admire it in a certain sense because anytime anybody speaks to me, I feel obligated to respond. And he's just like, nah. Nah. I don't maybe want, not. I don't want waffles. I'm therefore not going to tell you that I don't want waffles. And it's so <laughs> maddening because it's like, kid, just tell me you want fucking waffles. Like, just say, I want waffles, please. Just say yes or no or <gasps> or uh. But he's three. But he's three. Yeah. And therefore, he's a dick. <laughs> James's move lately has been to grunt or to become an animal. Oh, fun. Which I'm actually highly entertained by. I really love it when like, what does he call himself? He's Daddy Duck, and Daddy Duck wants waffles, but Daddy Duck only talks to you in quacks because oh, he's a duck. Good. But Daddy Duck's quacks have intonation and feeling and sure, deep-seated sure, sure. emotion behind it. Do you? Can you put it into Google Translate? Um, Daddy Duck, do you want waffles? Quack. <laughs> Hold on, I just have to ask. Daddy Duck. <laughs> It sounds like a stripper name. Like, where did he get that? From the strip club that he frequents. <laughs> no, over by Candy Apples. Yeah, he's a t- uh, no. I took him the first movie he ever saw, um, and this is true. Uh, is Hustlers? Yeah. No. Yeah. It's not true. No. You fucking Should pigs. Be true. I did Should not be take true. my three-year-old to Hustlers. Um, I'd oh, still... I just lost all the respect I gained <sighs> for you. Dang. From the. From the cool mind fuckery that you were planning. I know. Well, this is so. This is it. This is it. That's this it. Is, this is the Mad Hatter, and she's fully engaged. <laughs> she <laughs> I just... triggered her before, and now she's gonna run this podcast. Sowie. <laughs> Nothing is real, and you are upside down. <laughs> you know, I'm not crazy. You're crazy. I'm fine. I'm calm. Oh my god! I should do that to Harry. This might have just solved my problem, my non-communication problem. You don't communicate. You just eat all the waffles. Yeah. Like crazy. Like cram them all in your pie hole while you're like dead eye staring just everybody staring in the room. Just staring him straight into his soul. <gasps> yeah. Just like pretend that his pupils are but just then, the like, middle distance. But then like have a pile of like beautiful waffles ready for him in the background. Not yeah. in the background. Hidden. Hidden. Hidden so he can't see them. Yeah. So he just thinks that Sticks I'm are destroying high. his waffles inside my mouth mm-hmm. and stomach. <laughs> Ooh, we should write a parenting book. I feel like people listening to this will be like, you should not write a parenting book. Yeah, but <laughs> who's listening to this shit? My mom. <laughs> so my mom told me tonight, um, this is a fun story. She's awesome. I love me mom. Um, but she was like, happy blogging. <laughs> Which is awesome. Like, you know, my, my my mom's friend actually said the same thing to me. She's like, I heard about your new blog. And yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, that's You're like, yep, I'm just blogging away over that's here. That's cute. Um, but I think we should get into some scary shit. I agree because I have some really good ones. But it's your turn to go first. It is? Yes. Oh, I love to go first. Okay. I will lead 
with the story from <gasps> Karen. Oh my God, I love this one. Okay. Karen wrote and told us this story that said, my son was about 18 months and he would complain at night about the man in his room. He would call me in afraid of him. He would say he would take his baba and stand over his crib. And then he said he would go whoosh into the ceiling when <gasps> I came in. Uh. <laughs> he wasn't scary to him. It was just that he didn't want him to come around. He had white hair and very blue eyes and never woke up his sleeping twin brother. So one day, he saw my husband's late grandfather's picture on the refrigerator. He said, Mom, that's the man. It sounds silly, but I was so sick of this dude waking me up. So I actually had a talk with him to the photo on the fridge and I said you need to stop bothering my baby it stopped god. no lie oh my god well first off that her grandfather's the night king right with the icy blue eyes with the blue and eyes the and the white, of white hair, hair. Yeah. yeah but that but like the whoosh into the ceiling that's what it's just so descriptive and like kids I well kids have great imagination oh my god the best for nouns, kids don't have great imaginations or adjectives and descriptions. Yeah. And so they describe everything that they see. That's so true. that's just oh god. Yeah, the whoosh into the, the whoosh into the ceiling is what gets me about that one. I know. I know, I love that story. And I also love that the mom was like, I'm fucking done right. with this ghost, <laughs> grandpa. And so I'm going to yell at his photo and that is going to work. And it did way to go karen way to grab that situation by the balls and get yourself that good night's sleep yeah that you deserve. way to talk to the ghost manager karen yeah um you I didn't like that joke i thought that was hilarious <laughs> <laughs> karen's ass for the, karen's ass for the manager i'd like to speak with the manager excuse me can i talk to the manager hello <laughs> this place is out of control <laughs> grandpa's a going whoosh into the ceiling Enough. Oh, I'm going to have a very strong talk with you. I know the owner. I do. I'm the owner. <laughs> I own this place. I don't know what accent that was, but I love it. Can you do it? Can you do it some more? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got one from Chris. And Chris says, when my son was about 18 months old, which is just the beginning, I feel like, of the communication yeah. where it gets creepy. He started pointing to a spot on the ceiling in the hallway of the stairwell. Hmm. We lived on the third floor of a walk-up in Jersey City. Terrifying. Fucking <laughs> Jersey City. God, God. Fuck. Talk about Good pizza, ghosts. <laughs> um, I started to get freaked out, but it started to dwindle. Then, when he was first talking, he began pointing and saying, that, that. And as time went by, the man. This lasted until he was well over three years old. As he got older, he would tell me more about this man on the ceiling. I asked my neighbor who lived on that floor, and it freaked her the hell out. I mean, you do have to freak out the neighbor. Yeah. Just like, don't talk to her about it. I mean, ask the question. Just don't explain why you're asking the question. Yeah, just be like, Total hypothetical, 
but have you ever seen like a random man just standing on those steps? <laughs> Maybe glowing, possibly ethereal. Uh, could Green. be walking through walls, potentially. He might be dead. <laughs> <laughs> if you but nothing to worry about. <laughs> this is all just a hypothetical. If you get a strong feeling of tuberculosis, <laughs> that also might be accurate. Does he cough? Green glowing blood <laughs> into a handkerchief. Would you describe it as ectoplasm? <laughs> um, okay, I have to find my place. Uh, she said, the neighbor she's talking about, she said she heard noises sometimes, but that was about it. He would give details about the color he was wearing or what he was looking at. It was super creepy. He kept on about it for a long time and eventually just stopped when he was about four. Hmm. I had to really toughen myself up to go into that hallway at night. We had the laundry in the basement and it was super creepy down there. So That's I tried fucked. never to do laundry at night. But when I did, I booked it past that spot in the hallway. Yeah. And every mom knows you never do laundry at night. No, never. Because you have so much time during the day. Yeah. No. To do the laundry. You have, you have all, the whole day. Because mm-hmm. what are you doing? You're just, you know. I mean, I'm just pulling my dick and like that, living that, my life. Those are so your mannerisms. Yeah. I mean, I definitely never do laundry at night. No. Because. 100%. Mine is always done um, as soon as I wear a garment or any of my children or my husband wear a garment. Immediately. Yeah. I yeah. just throw that shit in. And I never pull things from the laundry that may have already been worn. And are slightly okay to wear. I never no, do that. No, ever. Never. Ever. Me neither. Never. Me neither. Yeah. Me I neither. I definitely don't, I don't scrub do that. it out using um, hand soap. I mean, that's and actually by it, like. I mean underwear. <laughs> that's taking it above and beyond the hypothetical that I was actually engaged in, which is real shit that I actually do. I don't bother to do the hand soap. I just embrace it. Oh, I just, I, you know, <laughs> I do have a shit. tendency if I'm like, oh, God, I want to wear this shirt, then I'll just, like, take a tiny little bit of, like, the method woodsy pine hand soap and just rub it in and rinse it out. Yeah. And then I feel accomplished and adulty. I fully no, agree. No, that's, okay, so it's interesting that she said she had to toughen herself up because... Because that shit scares you. Well, yes, but... It's a hallway. It's not like it's a room that can be avoided. It's like a it's, hallway. You literally have to pass there. To the goddamn laundry to the room. the fucking laundry room. You poor bastard. Just make your husband. Or just. Or partner. Dude. Or I, butler. I'm soups lucky now because I have laundry in the facility. But I used to live in an apartment in LA with my hubs. He was my BF at the time. Not best friend. Oh. Uh-uh. Sexy results. The laundry room situation was the most terrifying shit I've ever seen in my entire life. And there were no kids in play, but laundry rooms are just like basically a breeding ground for the clown from it. And I'm terrified. And I'm terrified for you. And you should GTFO. Agreed. Because it's industrial. It's the most industrial part of any dwelling. Just stop washing your clothes. Everybody just stop it. Go dirty. Throw them out and go buy more. Febreze. And if you can't afford it, make more money. (laughs) <laughs> should we cut that out is that not a good part should I not have said that should I say it again <laughs> are, you okay with that? are you having an asthma attack I went down a rabbit hole <laughs> fuck okay alright I'm going on to my next scary story 
Are you sure? Do you want do you want me to do you want me to keep going? No. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure I'm good. Okay, this one's like chill. This is like a chill woodsy cabin scary story where everything's fine at the end. It's a good middle. Spoiler guy. alert. No. You don't fucking know what's gonna happen. Okay. All right. So Nitya wrote and said, my daughter used to like to talk about her mom, not me, was so nice, and how they lived up in the mountains, and one day, Wait, what? a bright light took her away. But don't worry, Mom, she still comes to visit me every now and then. What? What the fuck? So Nitya's daughter is basically reincarnated, and... No, her mom, her... Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Oh my god, that's so that makes me like equally scared and jealous. I know. I felt like super jealous for her when I heard that because I'd be like, I'm your I'm, I'm your, your mother. Mommy. I'm your fucking mother. I'm the only mommy. There's even in a past life, I was your mother in the past life. <laughs> that's, that's how this I works. feel like a deep ownership to my kids. Like I Oh, do you? I don't think anybody else feels that way. Yeah, so if you can't relate to the statement I just made, which is that I feel a deep ownership to my children, <laughs> let me explain it. <laughs> let me mansplain it to you. Oh, please do it while you're manspreading, too. Oh, you're doing it. Oh, you're just... You're the man. I deliver. Um, I love my children, and I love them so much that I love them... In past lives <laughs> and future. <laughs> so if you don't get that, that's fine. And also if you'd like to borrow my Japanese immersion books, <laughs> you can because your kid's not as advanced as mine. <laughs> I'm really jealous about the fact that um you just sort of stumbled upon your kids i mean i've been with mine for millennia i mean i didn't stumble upon my kids because i made them but i totally get how you could feel that way (laughs) i think we're both kind of bad at this i feel like maybe you might feel that way (laughs) (laughs) never mind you're good at this I I could understand how you would feel that way because it's accurate. <laughs> okay, oh my god, you just turned into like the head cheerleader. I know what happened. I mean, I saw me girls, and I'm really ready to be a part of that you're story. Just, you're just Regina Georging out in life. No, you're like you're what's uh what's the curly haired one? Gretchen Wieners. You're Gretchen fucking Wieners. I don't know. I'm sorry that everybody's jealous of me. Oh yeah. And my parents bought me gold hoops. <laughs> really expensive white gold hoops. <laughs> so tragic. Sorry, Gretchen. Oh, God. Okay. That's that's creepy. And that's also, like, I find it comforting. And it also fills me with, uh, full circle, mom rage. Yeah. Because I'm like, no, I'm your mom. I'm your mom. I'm your mom. Yeah. I wouldn't be okay with that one. Yeah, I mean, I, but I also was like, I, I would also think to myself, like, oh, okay, so somebody's looking out for her. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, outside of... It is, like, a peaceful, beautiful memory. Yeah, it's not it's not anything that's scary. It's obviously familiar. It's obviously yeah. a loving relationship. So, you know, all the help we can all get, but also, I'm the mommy. I'm your mom. Step off, bitch. Yeah. I'm the captain. 
<laughs> not I am the captain you. now. Not you. Okay. Hmm. I've got one from Grace. Bring it. Lawson, who's her son, was riding in the car, and she specifies backseat car seat. Because she's a good mother. Got it. Okay. (laughs) Right. Let me start over. Lawson was riding in the car, backseat car seat, with his grandmother. As one does. As one does. In the backseat car seat. Only place to put a car seat. (laughs) It's the only place to put a grandmother. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And Charlie was along for the ride. Which she doesn't explain... That you find out later, but she's like Tarantinoing this a little bit. Charlie is his imaginary friend. Oh, uh, I'm going to start over for seat? the for the second time. Okay, Lawson was riding in the car, backseat car seat. Amen. With his grandmother, and Charlie was along for the ride. Grammy thought she could play along too, and told Lawson that her invisible friend Susie was sitting back there in the car with Lawson and Charlie. Jesus. Things got very quiet for a while as Lawson processed that information. Because you know when kids process and they get that blank yeah. look on their face. And they're up and out. <laughs> I, I fucking love it. Yeah. Then Lawson cracks up laughing. When he can finally catch his breath to explain, he tells Grammy that Charlie threw Susie out the window. <gasps> oh, shit. There's not enough room for both of our Viva mm-hmm. bodies. We got two friends in the back seat. Not anymore, Susie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. She didn't put in for gas. Yeah. And also, she wasn't actually in a backseat car seat, so she's got a GTFO. It's true, because we're not going to be pulled over, charged, mm. shot in danger. <laughs> I kind of love it. Invisible child endangerment. <laughs> Sorry, officer. I know you can't see this, baby. But I'd put it in danger. <laughs> Cuff me. Cuff me. Right now. <laughs> okay. I've got my last one. And this one's my fave. It cracks me up. Are you ready? No. No. Never mind. All right. Oh, yeah? Go ahead. Oh, God. Allison. She said, full disclosure, this was during a night terror. Okay, so thanks, Allison. Because actually, like, the shit kids say during night terrors is a totally different level of terrifying (laughs) and crazy. And sometimes they just, like, are sweating and screaming and are, like, exorcist level. So it's all scary. But this is still next level good. So props. Wait, time out. After you tell this story, I have to tell you about what Harry said in a night terror because it just yes. remembered. All right, so keep going, keep going, keep going with Allison. Super story. appropriate, Eden. Allison, during a night ter- terror last year, he wasn't awake, but it still creeps me out every time I think about it. My son was clutching his stomach and screaming, Doom! <laughs> We're all doomed! <laughs> I don't know how you kept it together. I'm sure Allison, in the moment, you, like, calmed him down and then pissed your pants in another room. But that is 
funny I slash want... adorable. Wait, she doesn't say what she did or how she That's responded? It. That is the right end. Allison, please, please, please. I want to follow please. up. Yeah, if you're listening, Allison, we want to know, like, did you bring him down from that? Did you just, like, clutch your own stomach right. in despair? Did you yeah, and exactly. wait from the mushroom cloud? Did you commiserate with the terror? Yeah. Yeah. What happened? We want to know. We do. So write us back, Allison. And also, your son has awesome night terrors, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> ten out of they're ten. They're existential. They're fucked up, and we love them. All right, so Harry woke up, like, in a sweaty ball of mm. covers the other night, and he was... <laughs> he wasn't scared necessarily. He fell out of bed, but he was obviously still having kind of a night terror because he was talking about the creature that was swimming around in the ice cream case. And here's how he described it it was like a cat. No, it was like a catfish. No, it was like a cat. No, it was like a catfish. He, like, went back and forth in his dream state trying to explain this to me. And then he just kept going, like, it was weird. (laughs) Wait a second. So your son described to you a creature that was rolling around in an ice cream case that was... Swimming around in an ice... Crawling. Crawling. It was crawling. Poetic license. Maybe slithering. I don't know. Crawling or slithering in an ice cream case that was cat-like and catfish-like, meaning... Yeah. Bottom yeah. feeder. Yeah. Is it possible that he's talking about me when I get a little loosey-goosey and go to the ice cream shop and try to climb directly into the ice cream case and the mint the joke, chocolate chip? Is that the joke you really wanted to have said? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the joke that I wanted to say. Now that I'm thinking about it, it's what I'd like to be doing right now. <laughs> it's just a primal I would like to be in Harry's Night Terror where I'm a catfish <laughs> that has bottom feeding capabilities while in a ice cream case. Harry is actually envisioning like a pre-period woman's actual dream. I would love to be able to just like glom onto a gallon of <laughs> mint chocolate chip just and like dry. pull it up into my own being yep. via sucker. Yeah, fuck yeah, Harry. No, he's just like a genius. He just kept being like, it was weird. It was weird. And then I finally got him back into bed. And, and I he was covered he, in ice cream. He was covered in ice cream. So the rum raisins. <laughs> no, it was. Um, so, but then he brought it up again. Which makes me think he teleported. That's why he was so sweaty. <laughs> because you sweat when you teleport. It's a scientific fact. I read that in a book. Don't ch- don't ask me which one. Right. It was a Michael Ford novel. <laughs> 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 um, definitely wasn't. Definitely wasn't a conspiracy website. It was, it was a it was a hardback book. Yeah. Um. Okay. So I've got one more. So this is a story from Anna. And she says, when we lived on the UWS, which, by the way, stands for Upper West Side, mm-hmm. and it's not a naval ship like I originally assumed. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, oh, thank you for your service. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> She's like, no. I'm just wealthy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just really, really doing well. 
I'm just, I'm just, I'm just blessed. I'm comfortable. When we lived on the Upper West Side, my daughter, then three-ish, told me about her new friends named Tronti and Alzi, which, by the way, could absolutely be two little girls on the Upper West Side. Tronti and Ozzy. Tronti and Ozzy. Yeah. Come along, Tronti and Ozzy. You have your cello and your pinochle lessons. They're having a $40 non-alcoholic martini at the plaza later. (laughs) It's a special. It's called the Tronti. (laughs) Oh, God. So, Tronti and Ozzy. They are sisters, and their father was the superintendent of our building. They used to play in the hallway together, and they were so happy that my daughter moved into the building so they would have someone else to play with. I was working, and we had a nanny, so I thought this was someone that I hadn't met. One morning, she woke up, and she was so happy and told me about having her first sleepover like a big girl. I was like, what? (laughs) That's like, what? What? I was like, what? Okay. And she said, Tronti and Ozzy, the girls in my room. We want pancakes. There was no one there. The super ed boys, the nanny had no idea. These girls don't exist in the same dimension. What the fuck? And to this day, my daughter firmly maintains that Tronto and Ozzy are real and she played with them and they slept over. It's The Shining and I'm terrified just hearing this story. The super, when we were there, worked for the management company and didn't know nothing about nothing. Except that he used to know two little girls. Two little twin girls in matching pinafores and butcher knives. Ozzy? Tronty and Ozzy. Come along, Tronty and Ozzy. We're going to be playing backgammon on the deck. I was trying (laughs) to think of like a bougie joke. (laughs) Oh, dang. We have to get to your old-fashioned mixing lessons. I know you're only seven and eight, but one can't be too prepared. Every woman needs to learn how to play bridge. (laughs) That's the one. That's the good one. Congratulations, you did it. Someday I'll tell you the story of bridge. God, you sounded like every grandmother has ever existed. (laughs) One day I'll tell you the story of bridge. One day when you're ready. I'll share with you my story of bridge. You're not ready now. You're not ready yet. Mm-mm. I got a system. <laughs> oh, it's not a bridge story on, like, the game. It's a horror story on other people playing bridge. But it's not for today. And you couldn't drag me out of it? No. Fuck. I'm, I fucked no. it up. No. Cut it. See, you, you redeemed yourself and then... <sighs> I'm not cutting that. God damn it. <laughs> You've had a series of highs and lows this one. Well, you know. I'm really proud of you. Can't win them all. And simultaneously super disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes you blow the bar and sometimes the bar blows you. <laughs> As the old saying goes. Anyway, Tronti and Ozzy are my new, Oh yeah. <laughs> they're my new favorites. They're my new, they're my new yeah, favorite Jesus. characters on Gossip Girl. There's a better joke that I could make, but I can't think about it right now. Like Vampire Diaries? <laughs> you just went straight to CW? Yeah. <laughs> just going to go down the list of CW shows? I've never shows. seen either of those shows, but I've heard of them. <laughs> yeah. Are Trendy and Ozzy the Gilmore Girls? 
Are you kids on Real Housewives? <laughs> Did they play bridge on Real Housewives? <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the scary stories I have for you, yes, my friend. Same. But if you have a scary story. Ooh, do you? Do you? I want it. You can send it in to mominouspodcast at gmail.com. And we are forever grateful. I mean, we're okay. We're all right with it. I'm forever grateful. As long as it's good. I'll be grateful if it's good. If it's a piece of garbage, I'm going to throw it up. Yeah. Throw it up. Throw it out. Ball my computer up and throw it out. I mean, don't send us something unless it terrifies you. But if it does, we're here. Yeah, I don't want to hear about how your your son called tomatoes momos. I want to hear about how the tomatoes came alive and, <laughs> and killed you. And killed you in this sleep. She's so mean. <laughs> momos. But also, we don't want to hear about momos. No, momos aren't interesting. Yeah. They don't interest me. No, at all. Okay, thanks. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> So remember, when your kids say creepy shit, don't let it bother you. But don't turn around! (laughs) That was the most elaborate one yet! Momness was created and produced by Claire Barrios and Katie Judge and written by your weirdo children!